Hello, players, and welcome to the first episode ever of Hit Points, our new podcast. We are so excited to be bringing this to you guys. Um, we are doing this as our E3 post-show special. We wanted to start off with our thoughts, our feelings about the conferences, and get right into it. Um, and we hope to be doing this more. So we hope that you enjoy this show, and if you like it, um, you know we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think about the show, things that you would like to hear. Uh, we want to hear your feedback. But enough of me talking. Let's go ahead and jump in and refill our hit points. Welcome, 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 everyone. Ugh, we are here doing this post E3. I am Matt Acevedo, joined by my amazing, amazing co-host, Naeem Stewart. What's up, guys? I'm just here, just tired as hell, but I'm here. <laughs> and welcome to the first episode. It's going to be a good one. And Emily Rose Jacobson. Hello. Guys, it has been a long week. I am burnt out, but I'm really excited about talking about this stuff with you guys. Yep. Yeah, I think I think it's always the last day of E3 is always very bittersweet, but I like that we are almost uh, sending it off, sending off E3 2019 with a, a nice little kind of recap of our experiences at the expo. Yeah. Um, overall, before we jump in, I, I just want like initial, like how was your experience overall? Just And then we'll get into the nitty gritty of it. Yeah. All. Well, I, I didn't go to E3 this year because I was stuck with crunch at my job so I making mean, games making yeah games. <laughs> yeah so you were you were essentially a part of e3 but just not like yeah. there yeah. yeah i mean i've been through e3 several times in the last previous year so i know what it's like being on the floor and whatnot uh so i was pretty much vicariously in you guys e3 this year so i'm I know this is your first time. This is my first yeah. time. So yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm curious to know what you guys. How yeah, because this E3's. is my fourth E3. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And uh, I know like you had an amazing. Had a really, really just crazy experience. Yeah, I did the satellite media tour. I got to go to my first press conference that I was invited to. And um, every year E3 really does change. And so it was really interesting seeing this year how they kind of, they they changed with uh, not really changing too much of the industry hours, but these fast passes, these tickets to then see games later. Yeah. That was a big thing a lot of companies did. And that was very new this year. Yeah. I'm really fortunate where I was able to go with my friends through Unranked Podcast, uh, my co-host Christian, who did the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast. They were able to, um, you know, get us appointments for a bunch of different games and sh- little meeting rooms showcases and stuff and I had an incredible time because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I would have had a good time if I had purchased a badge and came as like un- like just a regular person because the lines were crazy. Yep. Crazy. So. You know? Um, but I thought it was incredibly awesome and i actually went to my first conference which was the xbox conference which um why don't we jump in and talk about these conferences as a whole i think for me the being at that conference being there was uh awesome the energy is insane the energy is so awesome and these people these companies go all out on these on these presentations like i've never seen a performance like this it's from like there's the like the whole place is dark but like you're illuminated green you know like an xbox and like there's just huge screens and smoke and it was keanu reeves keanu reeves (laughs) um being there like being in the presentation like it was so so cool um but you know i think the overall i think like xbox for me was like I had some really good moments, but I think after like the Keanu Reeves reveal, it kind of like 
took a dive a little bit, but I mean, it, it's not I, like a dive, but it felt like it lost a lot of energy. I mean, I, I thought it was a, a solid conference, you know, yeah. uh, from what they showed and talked about Scarlet and what they're bringing in terms of their mm-hmm. games. The Game uh, Pass, yeah. yeah. The Game, the game, game Pass is huge. was great. Uh, it's yeah. actually, a, in my opinion, it's a steal for what, $19.99, $14.99, whatever the price they they uh, announced with what they're offering for that service. It's great. Oh, you know, that's like, that's the entry, that's the entry amount. And mm. you know, as soon as it starts like after a while and it gets popular, mm. they're going to hike up the prices, but they're going to grand, they're most likely to grandfather yeah. uh, the the original like purchasers in. Right. And I, I just think it's a great setup for what's to come in the next several years with these uh, new studios they, uh, they got for um, under Microsoft's wing or Xbox's wing now. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a solid conference. They didn't blow out the park in my opinion. Uh, but I think it was a, a good, solid conference for them. So. Yeah, I thought it was solid. Yeah. I think I think everything, this is my opinion, last year was an incredible year of video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year we had all studios giving delivering at least one show-stopping game. We got Spider-Man, we had God of War, we had Red Dead Redemption 2. We had all of these amazing, amazing titles throughout the year, and so it's kind of expected that... Uh, these next kind of years, especially because we are in the lull mm-hmm. of building up to the new generation of consoles. So that's why, especially at Bethesda, uh, Todd, I got to see Todd in person. Mm. Oh, man. The, the Bethesda man himself, What's Papa it? Todd Howard. It's like sparkles, <laughs> like surrounding him. And he, he, was just... like, he was like, come, my children, let me give you your good, good <laughs> games. And the Fallout and the Fallout 76 update that brings in NPCs and dialogue trees that you've been wanting. Um... <laughs> But they all are—they are introducing a battle royale, which looks really, really fun. Um, but yeah, because he basically came out and said at the very beginning of the conference and said, "We're not going to talk about Starlink or Elder Scrolls Six because those are going to be next gen." Which and you know, the, I thought it was smart. I think it's smart. Yeah. I think it's super smart. Yeah. I'm glad they teased it last year, uh, but it was smart. And I think yeah, we are still getting like I'm really excited for Deathloop. I'm really excited mm-hmm. for. Um, gosh, I was just talking about it earlier. Uh, Doom. Watch no. dogs. Oh, watch. No, oh, no that, the other game. Ghostwire Tokyo. That's oh, it. Yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, that looks so. so and good. those are going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are going to be great. But like, I think we're kind of in. We're in the period where mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of companies are saving kind of their big, a uh, next big round of heavy hitters mm-hmm. for the new console, the debut of these new consoles. Yeah. Which is partially why Sony didn't come because they were like, ah, they just pretty much took a seat just to see what other people were doing and you know and it's fine i mean they could just go to potentially their own i hope i, I really do i'm crossing my fingers we should be hearing about it in soon. the in the soon probably july or august yeah. yeah that's usually when they send out the announcement mm-hmm. or the invites from 2017 from what i remember mm-hmm. but yeah we didn't get a playstation experience 2018 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it is it is I will say this, it is one of the best things you can go yes, to because you will it. actually get to play games. Like, they have a lot of interactive exhibits too. It's not just like, it's an experience. It's yeah. not, E3 is an expo. I think people forget that it's an expo for mm-hmm. media and industry predominantly. The public has been invited. So yeah. that's why it's hard to play games there because the game reservations are mainly for media and yeah, a little yeah. bit of industry and just basically yeah. the people who are going to talk about these games. The PlayStation experience is an experience. Yeah. It is for PlayStation fans and that's how it's built and it is so much fun and it's at the Anaheim Convention Center or at least it has been and yeah. it's right by downtown Disney and Disneyland yeah. and it's just a hoot. You know that Carl Strauss? Mm. Well, uh, I, I think that for me, my like, I thought Nintendo had such an amazing direct. I thought that came out so strong. I'm going to say a, a really nasty, I'm going to say a bad little thing. It's not nasty, it's just bad. Oh, okay. I haven't been able to watch the 
full Nintendo <gasps> conference because I was oh, yeah, because I was doing my thing. satellite media tour for five hours oh, Tuesday morning. Well, well and tell I've us just, about that. I've just seen the. I've just watched certain announcements. I have not seen the full direct as a as a whole. I've it's, seen like the specific. I saw the Animal Crossing video. I saw the the Breath of the Wild sequel yeah, video. Yeah. Uh, I saw the announcement of Banjo uh, Kazooie, mm-hmm. but that's really it. Dang. I've oh. seen people talk about stuff. I know it was announced. I just haven't seen it for myself. And so I think I need to do that now that E3 is done. But yeah, the satellite media tour. Oh my gosh. So um, I was on the floor. My call time was 4 a.m. Mm. So I had to leave my house at 3 a.m. So uh, there were no parties Monday night for me. I was going to bed at like, I tried to go to bed at 8. I ended up going to bed around 10. Um, but it was such a cool experience. I got to sit next to you. I got to, the whole time I was doing the interviews, I was with uh, the head of the ESA, Stan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he would talk about kind of the event as a whole. And he'd give uh, statistics. And then they'd come to me and they'd ask me like, what's trending? And they'd ask me to talk about... Uh, games like what what's really like what should we check out and of course what i would talk about is what we had footage of so i would talk about that and it was it was so much fun yeah it was had to do we had to do interviews in in about two minutes to three minutes Mm -hmm. so just rapid fire rapid fire rapid fire i think my favorite was we did a five minute radio interview for uh, BYU on Sirius XM (laughs) and it was so much fun because it was just like this really this really kind of chill uh man and woman host, male and female host. That's Brigham Young University, for those who don't know. And it was so much fun. Then NBC did a spot on us. They're like the NBC, NBC, that oh, will wow. distribute it to all the other NBCs. I still have yet to see that. KTLA, so here's the funny story. <laughs> KTLA showed up. Like, that's the person who, like, the one person showed up live. Everything else was, people were calling in. So we were having to get, like, fed in through our ears, mm-hmm. like, their questions. Yeah. Uh, and wait for the delay. Some of the delay on these on these interviews is like it's a, it's a lot longer than I thought. But um, so the this uh, wonderful, amazing reporter from KTLA comes in, and she's so funny. She's like, "This is so out of my wheelhouse," but she was like super excited about it. And she's like, "Wait, I'm a gamer. If I play games on my phone," and we're like, "Yes, like yeah." She was also a pilot, so I told her about the new flight simulator that was debuted at the Xbox conference, and she was super excited about that. But uh, there was one segment because Stan was talking to somebody else on an interview. So they had me come out and just do the, the segment with KTLA. Um, no one told me it was live. So uh, we're talking, we're talking, talking. It's going real, really good. And then we're wrapping up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, be sure to visit uh, E3Expo.com. You can see the light. You can see the entire event live streamed. Uh, you can also find information about the... And I couldn't think of the word. It wasn't vendors. Uh-huh. It was like companies. Right. Or it was like the the 200 like businesses that are here. The 200 uh, presenters, uh-huh. essentially. I couldn't think of the word. Conglomerates. So, I, so I'm, I'm, I'm standing there. I can't think of the word. And I turn to her and I say, can I, can I take that from the top again? And she's like, no, we're live. And I said, great. Go to E3Expo.com. Uh, you can find out more information about the event. And I was, as soon as it wrapped, I was so mortified. I was like, I just done goofed. I did my live one and I made a big goof, but she was so sweet. She was like, no, you actually like navigated that pretty well. You, you did not look phased as soon as I told you it was live. It's totally fine. And so... um. It was really, really cool, and and this company was 
was very, very like, apparently everyone at the ESA it can't stop talking about me. That's and uh, yeah, it's just a really cool thing that happened. And I Have can't you heard wait. about this Gamma Girl? <laughs> oh, oh, check oh, this out. Okay, so they gave, so they're like, inter- they were introducing me. And this is my first interview. They're introducing me. And just, this is the last story, I promise. Um, and they're like, with us, we've got Stan, uh, I forget his full name. We've got Stan from head of the ESA. And we've got Game Master Emily Rose Jacobson. And I'm, I tried so hard not to laugh the first time I heard that because I was like, where the heck did they get the name? <laughs> All right, cool. I'm the, hey guys, I'm the Game Master of E3 now. Oh! Yeah, welcome to Hit Points with Game Master Emily Rose Jacobson. I'm going to be like Griffin McElroy where I'm going to, every time I introduce myself, I'm going to say, like, instead of 30 under 30, me, Illuminary, I'll yeah. be like, Game, uh, credited by the ESA, Game Master Emily Rose Jacobson. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's, that's a definitely a really cool experience. Because after that, um, you did get to watch the floor and do all that stuff too. Uh, yeah, I got to. I got, actually got done at 10 a.m. So they gave me a wristband that basically let me stay on the floor. It basically was the wristband that said, you're cool to stay here. You don't need to be kicked out. <laughs> so I got to just chill on the floor until it opened. So I was kind of hovering around. There was already a line at Final Fantasy at 10.30 a.m. And it was people who were, it was industry people who were working at other booths on the floor trying to get their Final Fantasy tickets uh, so that they could come back later. Yeah. So um, that's a little E3 secret. Well, yeah. talking about Final Fantasy, like I think that oh game, gosh. for me, that's Stole Square Enix's show. I thought that game looks like incredibly well done, yeah. like remaster. Um, and the, the yeah. ARPG of it, like I, I love the action RPG element of it. I think it's such a good move. Um, I think it's so fun. Um I don't know. I'm really excited. And the fact that it lo- the way it looks. It looks really good. Oh. Really good. Ooh. <laughs> I think my favorite thing is the gameplay. How they kind of, yeah. they've added, they're like, okay, we know the first one was like turn-based RPG. Mm-hmm. We still mm-hmm. love it. We still love it. Everybody still loves it. But instead of being like, this is a turn-based beautiful remaster, mm-hmm. they're like, this is more engaging and active gameplay. But here are those... Right. Those turn-based gameplay elements. Here are those abilities. Here are those spells. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I think that's a great balance of the two. And I was just laughing so hard during the gameplay showcase yeah. because it has that traditional Final Fantasy thing of during the fight, the other characters keep repeating the same thing. Like, it's coming right well, at but, us. But, but, they, but, but actually, I feel like they were saying, like, it was so, like... Depending on how where you were in the match, mm-hmm. they were saying different things. Like, yeah. it wasn't just the same. Like, like we, we made a comment on that with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like like here, star or fire. You know, it was like they were making comments of what the boss was doing, and I thought that was such a cool feeling. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, like, it was just so funny how you, how it intertwined with that because we were like, oh, well, the battle's over now. You hear Donald or whatever say. Uh, five minutes later, this was a, what, what does he usually say? It's just like a place for some ingredients. Yeah, in, in Kingdom Hearts. Stuff. This looks like a place for some ingredients. I think there's some ingredients nearby. Oh my god! But this one, like, I'm I'm so excited to see the different boss fights because, yeah. like, the the dialogue as like it was very Final Fantasy, but it was also like it was different and catered to exactly what was happening in that fight. Like when there was a moment where it pulled like that boss pulled out like a turret and started firing. He's like, we need to take cover behind this. It's like, oh man, and like it was just so quick and like it kept that same energy as Final Fantasy but it was just very like it was it was different and it, it, I'm excited like that was just one boss like yeah. it's gonna be different in each boss fight See, you know I, what I mean I've, I've never played Final Fantasy 7 the original of course but uh, it just watching that makes me more excited about the game and not to knock JRPGs traditional JRPGs but I'm uh, if they would have went that route of the gameplay element, I don't think people would be as into it as, say, how it is now. 
what they show. I think nice. so. I think that's the tricky thing is where we are in an era where uh, a lot of people want remakes and remasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this is, yeah, I think it is a little bit more of a remake mm-hmm. than it is a technical remaster because a remaster is usually just like, this is a remastered version of mm-hmm. the game. Higher, like better, we've improved the graphics, we've improved the audio, right. we cleaned it up. It's remastered where like a remake is like, oh, we took we took the elements of it that you love. Mm-hmm. I think actually, I think, you know what? I'm going to say that it's the two. It's a remaster remake. I think Final Fantasy, this Final Fantasy VII game is kind of sitting in between the two because it doesn't have too, as too many, like too many new elements like a remake would. Mm-hmm. Isn't like we completely remade it. Right. But it doesn't have like every single thing there, like the Final Fantasy VIII remaster that we saw, where like that is like, oh, that is a remaster, a remaster where it's like, yeah. it's the same exact game, just looks a lot more updated. So I think, actually, I'm going to say right now, the Final Fantasy VII game is kind of, it's in the limbo zone of mm. remake and remaster. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but not only that, we also got to see Link's Awakening, which I thought was so, <sighs> so good. Okay, I'm happy. I think that it looks amazing. If you guys got to see on the floor, they actually had like the little dioramas. dioramas of like, like you missed it, dude. Like, um, let me pull up a picture but they had like dioramas of in that style of like Link and Zelda and stuff like that of the levels it was so <laughs> great and the gameplay is really fun you got to go through the you have 15 minutes you got to go through the first dungeon mm. and it just feels so good everything about it it feels such like such a dang good game like I'm so excited for you guys to play it because it takes everything that like it's literally the first game so this is definitely a remaster but it, it just feels like brand new is it, it really is does is it roof uh like yeah. step for step, what you had to do in the original game. Well, I do. played so far. Yeah, okay. yeah. Even okay. like it's like when you dig like in this certain spot, like you know wow. you get something there. It's like the same stuff, but yeah. it's, it's awesome. <laughs> and you got a little keychains too, little link keychains. Those little keychains were so cute. Yeah, the swag this year it was really good. I got so much swag this year. This mm. is probably the year I've got the most swag since 2016, which was my first year, which was the year before they introduced the gamer pass. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. back in the back in the day, uh, 2000, yeah, 2016 before they introduced the gamer pass, it was like line and press line. Mm-hmm. So you would have the regular industry line and then you'd have the press line. It was great. And yeah. There was one <laughs> was dude. Wonderful. There was one dude who literally was like, "You can get into the press line. You just have to look like you belong." Yeah. Yeah. there yeah. uh and so but i got so much swag i got like a this is how this is like i got a t-shirt for mafia three mm. and it was a great little t-shirt i love this t-shirt i got so much shirts i got so much swag that year and then these these next two years 2017 2018 with the gamer pass i think companies were kind of like oh how much swag do we give away what all do we give away there's a lot more people now how much money are we going to spend on swag but i feel like this year like oh my gosh i got swag everywhere right there was yeah. a lot I think um, my my boss he brought me back uh, Luigi's flashlight. Oh, I got that too. Yeah. yeah. And what I loved about that booth, guys, is that that was just literally like a haunted mansion. Like you walked awesome. in, Cute. and it was literally awesome. like Disneyland haunted mansion with like it was all neon lights or whatever, and like like dark light, you know. And there were mirrors with like ghosts flying around and stuff That's like that. Cool. And then it's like it's Luigi, <laughs> Luigi, <laughs> this giant mascot Luigi would come out. I'm like, oh my gosh, um, it's awesome. Also, Luigi's mansion, I gotta oh say, oh my gosh, it's that real game good. is great. Dude, it's real good. It's like it takes it's it feels the best out of all of the other two games. Okay. Like out of the series, it feels really good. Well, well what? So, There's uh, well, they've introduced. How I'm gonna butcher yeah, the yeah. name. <laughs> Guigi. 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 Yeah. Yeah, oh, I saw it in the video. He, he like he spat out. He like, turns into like ectoplasm. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made out like he because that happens. Uh, I think that happened in Dark Moon. Uh, temporarily, but it, it's like he made out of coffee or whatever. It's weird. But. So like essentially, you're gonna use you're gonna basically do kind of co-op with yourself, and mm. that you're gonna use Guigi to help you solve oh, okay. puzzles yeah. and help you solve with levels. And it was just like yeah, it was super fun gameplay. Like mm-hmm. it's it's 
it's simple and smart mm-hmm. but also challenging and the, the the demo dude like what we got to do was we it was each floor apparently is a different like theme right That's awesome. um, so the one that we got to play was a, the medieval theme so we went through these little challenges and stuff like that and then the boss fight was this knight with a big old shield his ghost knight and you had to he was uh, like shoot. jousting yeah he was like jousting and like like you had to disarm him mm-hmm. and what you would do is uh like when he's about to attack, you 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 flash the light so you blind him, right? And then you shoot your plunger attack that, that like sticks onto him, and then you suck the plunger so that it pulls the, the shield. shield yeah. yeah, oh, dude, it's so fun. Okay. It was great. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering. So with that new, what's it called? Guigi. They they said that you can play co-op with that. As soon as you spit out, you just give the control to whoever whoever else is nearby, I guess, and they can play with you temporarily or something. I don't know. How, how Maybe I wouldn't use Guiji probably that much. Okay. So I feel like <laughs> okay. I mean, it's, it's a good attempt. But. Speaking of co-op, I played a game that made me only want to play it in co-op. This is a game that you can play single player or you can play as co-op. Mm-hmm. But the way that this game was presented, I was immediately. This is like one of the first times I've been immediately sold on. I want to play this game predominantly in co-op, and that is Wolfenstein Youngblood. Nice. So at the Bethesda that. booth, they made you play with someone else. It was a co-op demo. Oh. And so the co-op in the game is so smart. First of all, the two daughters of BJ, they're so funny. They have such distinct personalities. And you get like, they talk to each other throughout the game. And it's like, I just they talk to you about like what's going on. Like, I miss, you know what I miss? Uh, there's one of them that's like Southern. And it's like, I miss sitting on the front porch and sipping sweet tea with Let dad. and like to the accent. <laughs> I thought you could just do it quite easy because you're you know from texas but, but yeah go on but, um, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome they did like yeah it's like that and they talk about like did you read that newest book and then stuff and it's because you're in i think you're in the 80s in paris you're trying to find your dad yeah. and yeah the co-op is so smart because you have to solve like you have to do door code puzzles with each other so like one of the daughters has to be at the door the other one has to be um at the like the code box and so i generate a random code and i can either tell you it overcome or it can be sent to you the door code and then there's certain crates with super extra health that you both have to lift up together and then uh when you're in combat if you get down your sister can come and just save you uh and just revive you back up but right. then when you're both down it's like oh yeah your enemies yeah. just were like standing at you staring at you and i was like please this is a little like this is a little overwhelming but i was a game as soon as like i was like I don't know who this stranger is really next to me. Like, we exchanged uh, formalities, but yeah. uh, it was so much fun. I was like, this is a game I want to keep playing in co-op because it was a blast in co-op. So is it, like, different? So you two, you and your co- your partner mm-hmm. playing the game, are they doing different things while you're doing different things, or is it just you guys in the same area? Like We're in the same area, okay. but, like, there's certain, like, if we have to go through door codes or, like, they can run ahead or I could run ahead, but, like, it best uh-huh. definitely, definitely was best if we were working if we were close and right. we were close in combat with each other because then it was like great we're kind of taking on the same group of enemies because they threw a lot of heavy tank uh enemies at us mm. in the demo it was like oh my gosh all these they kept sending down the the tank characters that have just these powerful lasers they also hear this and you're like no and you're just like running and sliding throughout the level um but yeah, it was it was really fun, really smart. It was the first game I played at E3, and yeah, it makes me want to play that game in just like with a friend. It doesn't make me want to play it alone. When does, yeah. it, when does it come out? Or? I believe it comes out this this year. Okay, it is definitely this year. Let me get a date. That's awesome. Uh, my favorite thing that like one of my favorite things that I got to see uh, was something I I, I totally was blindsided by. Um, I, I got to see a, a a media like screening of a gameplay of. Um, Dying Light 2 
and I didn't, I've never even played Dying Light One, but I got to see this this press screening of Dying Light Two, and it's it was awesome. You get in there first off, they had like an open bar for us. I was like, whoa, this is weird. Uh, but then like like we watched this demo, and it's these guys from Poland, and they and like like the, the, the it was like a thirty minutes of the most intense gameplay I've like seen. Like probably ever, it was insane. Um, you, it's it's just so fluid mm-hmm. and so like anything can happen. Where he, it's like it felt like Mirror's Edge in terms of the movement and stuff like that. Um, and every you can like so like there was a mission where um one of this it felt like Walking Dead where you, like water's out in the city mm-hmm. like and people don't know yet and so they're trying to sign a party and there's just like the city that's like like kind of like the governor's lair where mm-hmm. it's fortified and there's like a leader there who's got the water or whatever yeah. but no one knows about this yet and some guy comes and like shoots one of your guys uh, and you have to chase him so it's a chase mission on a truck and this truck is like blasting it through the city and then so you're this guy on the demo which is plowing through buildings like Mirror's Edge style any way that he could just so he could get to this truck and like it even has a feature where like he slipped and then he fell into like a, a into a freaking room that was just covered in zombies and he had to like push them back and stuff like that it was so intense it was incredible uh and it's it's to the point where even like you know how sometimes when there's a wall um like um or bookshelf or something um that has stuff on it and it looks like there's a little opening you could crawl through but you usually can't because it's like you know there you can like crawl through things like that like it's so detailed and so well done i can't freaking wait for it and the choices you make have huge impacts like huge impacts he showed us the end of this of this demo the choice where you either try to save the guy who who got shot or chase after the truck and like by him chasing after the truck led to another decision um that i guess that's a big spoiler that changed that changed the whole city like it changed the whole city like where a new area was like revealed it but if he didn't make that choice that area wouldn't be revealed and like and through that there would be there's going to be there's new side missions new characters that it's insane i i i can't stress how incredible that game looked i well you you say you haven't played the first one no the first one is pretty damn good as well and i i i'm not too surprised how uh how the second one's turning out but i i think you should play the first one. it was literally like the best parts of walking dead (laughs) (laughs) but like non-stop you know what i'm saying and then they they gave us like this this this, the they gave us like a statue of like the main character like a crazy bust of the main character they gave you a statue yeah i got a statue that's the craziest swag i think i've ever heard of what (laughs) yeah i I was just sitting on the chair and we all got one i was like uh cool so that's your favorite game at e3 2019 Um, that one was totally caught me off guard i thought it was incredible i also saw the outer worlds too yeah that's um, my that was officially my favorite game of e3 and i thought that looked 2019 really good which one's the outer world again oh that's obsidian yes okay so So it's the one where it's like it's kind of like the corporations have taken over the outer sector of space you've been sent there they debuted the trailer at the game awards earlier this year I'm trying to let me look it up. Yeah, you're going to see it. You'll, you'll as soon as you see it, you'll recognize it. Man, I I teared up. I literally teared up during this demo because one of my favorite games of all time is Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. And yeah. this game has like just feels like all the best elements of Fallout New Vegas because as soon as you walked up to this character who was giving us the side quest, they did the traditional kind of like the use the camera zooms in on their kind of their their bust. They turn around and they kind of just like give you an acknowledgement and then the the, the dialogue tree pops up. I love I dialogue love trees. To me, that's my favorite aspect of those games is because it's like I really feel 
immersed. I really feel like I'm in the game. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the voicing of the characters in Fallout 4 mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think it takes it took it takes away from me feeling like I'm in the game. Yeah. It goes to be it goes to then being I'm playing a character where like in these dialogue tree scenes because like no one my character isn't talking but I'm picking like the funniest also the writing that Obsidian's oh, writing so team funny. It's one of my favorite writing teams in the entire video game industry. They had a feature. One of the choices, if your intelligence is is low, Mm -hmm. um, is literally the dumb choice. Yeah, yeah, and like that's great. That's great. Was that in New Vegas? That was in New. Yeah, if you you have a low, if you have a low intelligence, you say you don't say smart things. New Vegas is probably my favorite Fallout out of uh, Fallout Three, Vegas Four. Actually, so Gosh, it's just so yeah. detailed. I yeah. love everything. Just and I think too, it isn't just the dialogue trees. It isn't just the snappy dialogue. It's also the social commentary, and it's also just like the entire, just like mm. the what what the world says about today's society, and like mm. what I'm so excited to explore, like this whole idea of all of these corporations own planets. Yeah. And so I'm really excited to see like what the repercussions of that are, how you yeah. fit into this. Kind of like Fallout where it's like, yeah, the companies, the these kind of big companies made kind of uh, the Fallout, like you had Robo, Robocorp, mm-hmm. you had uh, Vault-Tec. Mm-hmm. So you have mm-hmm. these big companies there, but I'm excited to see like that this is like a lot of like advertising companies and corporations and stuff. And I just... October cannot come it soon enough. It looks good. so good. Your like your your follower system is really really cool too. The two too. characters, the NPCs that you had on this were really fun too. There was one that was like very they, aggro, yeah. very and they like, buff your abilities. Like this game yeah. is awesome, and yeah. there's so many like it's just one of those games too where there's so many different ways you can approach things. It's gorgeous. You can engage with the wildlife. Mm. It's gonna be so good. Yeah. So those are our favorites. Uh, what was your favorite name? Well, I, I wasn't there, but. Some of my favorites, of course, Final Fantasy VII, I actually liked a lot um, watching the footage on that. Uh, Gears, I mean, I've always been a Gears fan, and seeing Gears 5 is just more Gears, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, more Gears. Yeah. <laughs> Cyberpunk, I I wish I was there, because I know they had like a, a screen, uh, some sort of showing there at E3 if you had the chance to go see it, apparently. I may be wrong about this. You don't know, yeah. I, I, well, I have, I'm good friends with uh, Brandon Jones, who's Trailer Jones mm-hmm. from Easy Allies, mm-hmm. we ran into him when we were in the Avengers line. Mm-hmm. He told me because he had just come back from his press meeting with Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, he told me Keanu's role in the game. Yes, well, he's, which is, it's public knowledge now. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he's, he's supposed to be a character from. Uh, you, you go ahead and tell because you. So he's in your mind mm-hmm. the entire time. He's like your Navi. Oh, so he he's gonna he's, <laughs> he's gonna pop in and he's gonna be he's gonna pop in and he'll just like kind of pop in and pop out and just talk to you and be like what are you doing that makes sense how the trial was done in the trailers like he's like get the fuck up or whatever and then he was kind of zoning in not zoning in out he's like phasing in and out i thought mm-hmm. it was like just effect because you're in like the future but no he's like this now. weird voice like the subconscious yeah. in your head yeah that's John Wick in your head. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for that game. I'm so excited that I, I reserved the $250 version of the collector's edition. Nice. So, uh, mm-hmm. As soon as I saw it was on sale, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm for me, that. Uh, the thing I'm most excited collector's edition wise is uh, Link's Awakening, the UK I special edition. That. Wait, no, wait, there's another. I know there's one that comes with the art book. That's still available in the States. Right. You buy it through GameStop. Right. Um, but. I want the UK one What's because the- it comes with a, with a, a, a nicer art book uh-huh. and it comes with like a steel bookcase. It's literally a Game Boy, um, and it has like it's like Link's Awakening and stuff like that. It looks 
awesome. Yeah, and pull that, that up, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Link's, Link's Awakening uh, UK Collector's Edition because it's I, I I'm waiting for it to go on sale. I'm asking my UK friends like when is oh. this going to be? Oh available? my gosh! Yeah. And I'm like I need this now. It's not available to purchase yet. And I'm like I I don't know like oh my gosh the steel book. It's not out yet. You can't, you can't purchase it. You can't pre-purchase it yet. I don't know when. I don't know when. But you can pre-purchase uh, this one. This one. Well, that one. Yeah, I know that one. Which I'm like, should I still just do that in case I don't get I the collection? I would do that and then you cancel it and just. All right, cool. Thanks, Naeem. Naeem's uh, <laughs> helping out with these decisions. You know? um, but speaking of GameStop, I'll just say this really quick. I'm really curious to see what the games pass the Game Pass does because we're seeing a lot more companies know, introducing right? streaming of games and subscribing to libraries and subscribing yeah. to services. I'm really curious to see because I mean, GameStop just over the past couple of years hasn't been doing too well. Yeah, they're in trouble. They, yeah. I think their stock went down by half or something like that. They used to be worth like a hundred or so dollars. Now they're worth like half fifty dollars. And I like think that. yeah, yeah, I think the collector's editions, these these special editions of games that people really want, are like the one things. Or if you want to go buy used games mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. older games, I think that's where you can do it. But yeah, these these because I think Ubisoft introduced. You play plus, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you have the Xbox Game Pass. You've already got the PlayStation, PlayStation Network, and the, mm-hmm. now Nintendo's got yeah. their online but service. They have Stadia, that's also jumping into the fray with their uh, their game catalog or game service. I mean, it's crazy. We're yeah. getting, we're getting to an age where it's the physical copy is is no longer a value. But I'm I'm an, I'm an old fashioned person. I'm curious to see what you both think. Uh, I love having physical copies of my games. I you know Zach Eubank up here. Uh, he <laughs> is a, he says who cares. You know, I know he's like, he's like, just get download it. I'm like, no, I gotta go get the physical because um, I like having them. But not only that, I actually like, I like, I let Naeem borrow Donkey Kong or yeah, a, a uh, Mario Kart Mar- and, and Zelda. And Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I, a game shouldn't, it shouldn't be a collection. It should be a library. Like mm-hmm. you should be able to like share that. You know, that's mm-hmm. how I feel. So that's why I like physical. Well, I, I, I like both. I like both too. But I, I'm leaning more towards digital because I have too much stuff. And I get it. <laughs> no, I get it. And just having that much stuff, despite me just, I, I like looking at, you know, my collection on the shelf and whatnot, but I'm in, I mean, I'm pretty stable right now in terms of moving, but when I was in college, I moved every year to a new apartment and having to move everything to a new apartment every year was kind of tiresome because I had a lot of games and a lot yeah. of just other stuff. So having the convenience of having all my games in the collection digitally was very beneficial to me. And I, I and I just like just pulling up whatever and just playing without just popping in. But I, I like both. I don't mind both either. I, I feel like for me, it's like if I buy a $60 game, I'm going to get physical. If I buy like an indie game or something, it's going to be digital. Like I don't, I mean, obviously you have well, to do digital, have to, but yeah. I would, I like, I would prefer to do that because, because right. I don't know, I guess I'm like, Oh, I'm paying 60 bucks. I should have something. physical. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And I, I get that having that physical copy means it's, it's yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's yeah, yeah. Then digital, you know. You Write your name that. on it, like on the boot, yeah. like Andy, you yeah. know, like Andy. Like yeah. your your games will come to life. <laughs> uh, just the flash, like <laughs> and Matt's gone. Oh, that's a horror. I don't like that. That's spoopy. Um, so, question. Yes. Yeah. I guess. Uh, what was the goofiest thing you saw, or the or the? I guess what was the weirdest thing that happened to you or that you saw at E three? Because I have I have something that crazy happened. Well, cool. Okay, so when I was watching Square Enix uh, conference with uh, uh, Matt, uh, seeing that Avengers trailer kind of threw me off guard at first. Because, mm-hmm. you know, of course, over the last 10 or so years, we have been accustomed to the looks of how 
these heroes look mm -hmm. and the first time i saw these heroes i was like who are they and then i was like okay wait at the backtrack i have to cut that out of you know thinking that you're supposed to look like iron man supposed to look like robbie donnie jr and etc etc but at the same time these the models that they chose looks awkward it's like they chose generic models and yeah, they totally just slapped agree. on the costumes on it. I mean, granted, I mean, I it's early look at a game. It could change. When does it come out? Next year or, year, or to this year? Next year. Next I year. believe it's like next yeah. spring. Yeah. And so it was kind of off-putting and goofy just to watch what was going on in, in the show footage we, we watched. It's, so. For me, the biggest thing is I, it's not it's not about how they I don't care if they don't look like well, the, it, the movie. Yeah, I, like, I do want a fun game, but it, I, it just threw me off at first. I'm like, yeah, no, okay. no, but I totally agree. Because yeah. like, what I'm saying, like, I, for me, it wasn't the fact that they don't look like the movies because I, I don't care. Because yeah. like, comic books get interpreted however they want. Right, yeah. um, my problem was they we just got off of a high of this yeah. incredible looking game, Final Fantasy Remake, and to me, like that's like the standard for them. I don't know. It's like if you're... if it just felt like a letdown. Like if they reversed it, maybe I would have felt different because they were ending the show with Avengers. But like, it just for me, it just felt like a huge dip. Like it felt like a game from like 2016 or something. Well, I think too, this is the game that like, oh, nobody knows anything about it. They just yeah. keep posting they a logo. Kept it. They kept hyping yeah. it. And I think too, we had you had uh, not only the MCU, you also had Sony Spider-Man into the mix. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man was an incredible, yeah, incredible game. Out. Yeah, and I got an in-depth look at the Avengers game at Marvel's Avengers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the thing that kind of stood out to me is that the gameplay looks like cutscene combat, cutscene combat, cutscene combat. Uh, if you know that it's the team that does the Tomb Raider series, this makes a lot more sense. Right. Yeah. This, I feel like if we, cause I think everyone thought Square Enix, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, it's going to be such and such. It's going to be like an RPG. It's going to be this huge thing. It's going to be so detailed. However, I thought if I think, I think if people had known like the specific studio within Square Enix yeah. that was working on the title, I think we all would have had like a better under, like, uh, yeah. I feel like, like, man, like if people work on Tomb Raider, why do they put Hawkeye in it? I feel like it well, no, so they teased it at the end. It, and essentially this game is a big part of this game is going to be the online play, which we actually didn't really get any we of. Didn't see anything of that, we yeah. didn't see anything of it. We saw like a clip of like, here's four people fighting together. Um, but it's like, everyone's going to, you're going to get to, there's going to be a, a ton of new heroes. They're going to be constantly introduced. Mm. There's going to be a bunch of missions and maps constantly introduced all free. It just is, I think this game is trying to emphasize like, yeah, there's going to be the single player mode, but also you can choose any Avenger and go fight with your friends online and do like missions together. Mm. I'm curious if I can build like a team of like all Tony Starks <laughs> and we're just like different, different, co different colors yeah. of Tony Starks. <laughs> um, like I'm in the red suit. I'm in the white space suit that yeah. we saw like, yeah. or, uh, and whatnot. So I'm curious to see like what we find out more about that game. I think that game is the one I know I want to know more about. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. My favorite thing or weird thing that happened to me, uh, I, I just caught me off guard. I was waiting in line for Luigi's Mansion, and then I, I see this man walk by, and someone like it's like, "Oh, can I take a picture with you?" And like I get a side profile. I'm I like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh!" And guys, Mario's like, like my like <laughs> my, my my heart and soul. It is like my thing that makes me me is Mario and it was Charles Barnett who's the voice of like Mario Luigi and like a bunch of other of the cast in there and and I was like oh my god and I I don't do this I really don't do this but but I st stepped out of line for a second I was like uh, uh excuse me uh, Charles uh and I was like I was like yeah I'm like I I'm sorry I if you're going somewhere I, I didn't I, I was like stuttering Aww. a lot uh, and I was like can I can I and he's like yeah of course and I'm like okay and I, I took a picture with him and then when I, when I took a picture he goes yippee I'm like <laughs> 
and then I'm like, thank you so much. Like, you're welcome. Have fun. And I was like, I just, I don't freak out yeah. usually, but I, that made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. It was kind of, it was really sweet. Yeah. I was, it just caught me off guard. And I, I, it has been, and, and then I found out, I find this out when I post this picture on Facebook that Katie's, Katie's cousin, like, that's like her, like, her friend's dad or something. And I was like, oh, that's Charles. Anyways, uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, tell, tell him Mimo said hi. I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you, you sent me that text. I was like, I didn't want to say anything because I knew he he's there like every year. And I saw him last year, yeah, yeah walking around. Yeah, yeah. Really, I wanted it to be a big surprise. Like, oh, <laughs> it was just, it was just, I was so I love delighted that. and happy. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah. Mine is just kind of wild. Uh, while playing Borderlands, okay, all of the computers went down. <laughs> what? Whoa, yep. what? We were playing Borderlands. I was playing. It was really fun. They introduced a new class. They introduced the Gunner class mm-hmm. uh, at E3. So I got an in-depth. I got in the pre- in my press meeting. I got an in-depth look at. The gunner Moe's, uh, she wields like the her big thing is like she has the iron bear, mm. which is essentially like a mech, mech. that yeah. follows mm-hmm. her, and you can customize mm-hmm. the mech using skill trees, and it's really really cool. This game has a ton of amazing customization. It's gonna be great. I love Borderlands. I'm so excited for this one to dive back in. But um, we're playing it, and all of a sudden, like the game just kind of freezes for a sec, and it just goes black. And then it says, like, please type in the pass. Like, this black screen pops up that says, like, all right, 506 error. Uh, please type in the passcode. And I look around, and I turn around, and it's, like, 2K hit huge, huge, huge. Like, this was rows and rows and rows and rows of computers. This was a huge, huge, huge setup. And all these systems went down. Oh, my god! And so, all of a sudden, you see, like, all the all the developers and all the, the hosts and the handlers just kind of, like... Uh, and they were pulling out the keyboards from like underneath the locked boxes underneath the consoles or yeah. the PCs. And they're like, okay, you all have to leave now. <laughs> and uh, one gentleman comes up to me. He's like, well, you only had about seven minutes left in the demo anyway. So I guess it was almost over. And I was like, oh, darn it. Oh, but um, but everyone, it was, this most, it was the most insane social media thing because mm. as soon as it happened, this, he had a huge line wrapped around it all around the computers. Everyone starts taking out their phones and taking photos of yeah. like 2K servers just went down. Oh my gosh. And it was, yeah, it was, I've never seen such a big, I think that was the first time at E3 I've ever seen really such a big kind of tech tech, yeah. tech system go down. I've seen like, <laughs> you see the occasional server here and there, yeah. but like for the entire like setup to just boom, shut down instantly and have to all be rebooted manually. Like, you have to go to in- each individual in- yeah. computer and, like, type in the passcode, boot the whole system back up again, enter in the game, and start it back up. Dang. Was, was there a reason, or they just... I don't... I never oh, figured out okay. the reason. I, I ended up having to leave early that day because I wasn't feeling really well, mm-hmm. so I did not stick around to find out why. I'm sure there might be why on the internet somewhere, but it was it was the craziest tech yeah. thing I've ever seen either. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. It's mm-hmm. real, I think it's, it's, it's not a serious question, mm-hmm. but did you... <laughs> How do you feel about like the the game booth people who are who are like when you go play a demo? Like I was playing, I was playing like Luigi's Mansion, and like I put the headset on. The girl kept like talking to me. She's like, she's like, like, like she was like, oh, you're going like you know, there's secrets everywhere. I was like, oh wow, like you're really good. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, isn't there? I've gotten that before too, uh, and I was really sad. Uh, my, I'll just say this story real quick. My editor at Geeko Authority, she was uh, messaging me about how she was playing a game and she was in a line. She was like, it was like her and on the other three consoles were three dudes and the developer kept hanging out over her 
telling her how to play the game, telling her like what you need to do. And she kept looking, she kind of kept looking at the, the other guys, this developer just only was kind of helping her and not, and not addressing the other three, uh, other male gamers there and just kind of kept being like, well, do you know how to do this? This is how you do this. Oh, and so man. it just was one of those things where it's like, all right, uh, we still have a little a little ways to go. I totally understand the developers who are like, oh, this might be someone who's entirely brand new to our game. Yeah, but, but if you're not if you're not if you're not giving the same help to everyone, the other, the everyone right. yeah, then yeah, I get it. But I was playing yeah. Pokemon, <laughs> and like it, like you have like these the Pokemon that are in there, six Pokemon, there are three starters that you could play with, and then there was this uh, Corgi type, and then this one that was like Turpiderp or something like that. It was like, no, it was, please uh, tell me it was Turpiderp. It was something weird like that. Well, it was, was Turpiderp. Uh, it was Impimp. It was Impimp oh, okay, okay, or something okay. like that. Impidimp. It was. <laughs> That was his name. I'm like, this is weird. Um, but like, I like Terpter. I, I think fighting, that's my new favorite Pokemon. <laughs> like, I was fighting like you know the water gym leader. That's the demo. Mm-hmm. And like, I sent, I changed out, and like, I I sent out uh, Grookey, and then he's like, oh, good choice. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's really effective. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of Pokemon, this is meme going on on the internet uh, about the, now that you can see Pokemon walking around, and during the the press conference or just a video or direct that they have Pokemon if you see in a macho just walking oh, around yeah. and just, <laughs> just charging that's probably one of the, the macho under, it, charges it's just you. scary it's just, just seeing a big ass macho, <laughs> macho just charge at you <laughs> I think the most buck wild thing is that you can ride your bikes on water I saw and, that and everyone's like, everyone's like take that Professor Oak tell me I can't yeah. run my bike on water did you get to play Pokemon <laughs> I didn't I didn't get to play Pokemon I got to play Luigi's Mansion I got to play Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 oh, wow. and I, oh man it's oh, good Ooh, it's wait. really I can't wait. it's only a month Away. Yeah. And then I got to play Hollow Knight Silk Song. <gasps> Where are you? To play Silk Song? I didn't even see it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was there. Oh, I love so was Blades. Game. So was wow. there was a lot of stuff that because like where was it? Was it hiding behind? It was somewhere? just in the Nintendo section that was right behind. You got it buried just, by Link. It was well. It was like Link, Pokemon, and Luigi's Mansion. It was kind of in this like the gotcha. general Switch multi kind of grab bag area. Mm. Dang great that's awesome i have a list of my games i'm just gonna go through them real fast and give you one word okay. about each game oh i love okay. it i love it if you can think of yours yeah and if you can think Wait, of your so favorites I, i'm i'm giving you're giving one word for i'm you. giving a one word review of each game i played okay. all right okay. let's do it let's do it well if youngblood yes <laughs> <laughs> watchdog legions stoked great uh marvel's avengers more <laughs> Journey to the Savage Planet. Hilarious. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Blast. Hollow Knight Silk Song. Beautiful. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I'm going to say it's a hyphen word. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah? Hell yeah. Oh. Just like hyphened. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Borderlands 3. Awesome. Uh, Psychonauts (laughs) 2. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Just thanks. Mm-hmm. The Outer Worlds, Tears, um, Crash Team Racing, Yup, <laughs> and uh, Trying Four. I'm, I, I, kept, I was gonna say super cool, uh, but it was that's two words. Um, amazing. I'll say that for Trying Four. Those are those are that's my one word review of each game I've played. Awesome. Uh, I guess I'll go. Uh, uh, Link's Awakening. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Pokemon, Pokemon. Oh yeah, this this is familiar. Uh, it's one word. Oh sorry. <laughs> Unless you're all sorry, of your sorry. words uh, are po- po- Pokemon. Uh, familiar and mm-hmm. exciting. Sorry, I'm bad at this. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. 
stoked. Uh, uh, outer, outer land, uh, outer worlds. Uh, oh, oh yeah, hyphen. Uh, and then uh, Final Fantasy. <sighs> Tears. Nope. No. That's too, no. Well, technically, that's one. Tears. Word. Um. Uh, oh my gosh. Um. Dying Light Two. Suge. Suge. That's a uh, wow in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or amazing. Um. Oh, oh. Oh. I didn't mention this one. Uh, Rocket Arena, which is an indie, uh, which is a uh, Nexon game that's free to play. It's coming out. Um. Fun. Um. And uh. Uh. Killer. Killer Queen. Kill. Uh. Killer B, Black Black, which is another indie game, indie game, or, or indie game, excuse me, that we played. It's a ca- arcade cabinet we played at Two Bit Circus. That's an eight player game, and they're bringing it to online and stuff like that. And it's awesome. I it's gonna be so much fun when that game comes out. Okay. There's probably a lot more. I didn't write mine down like Emily did. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I hadn't I didn't play any games, but I guess off the top of my head, yes. games I'm excited for Cyberpunk. Yes. Uh. Oh, yes. Last three, yes. Yeah, oh, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII Remake, yes. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance oh. 3, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, Doom Eternal, yes. Uh, <laughs> let me do another one. Uh, Gears War 5, maybe. Um, Deathloop? Yes. Uh, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, yes. yes. Super yes. Uh, Blair Witch Project. Ooh. Yes. Uh, Wolfenstein, yes. Um, give me one more. Oh, Luigi's um, Mansion, yes. I mean, so, we really haven't talked about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order because EA yeah. Play is kind of its own separate thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It and is. so it's like it's hard because it's like it wasn't – it's not on the the, the campus campus. It, okay, okay. So when I was watching the – the footage on it uh, on Saturday. I, yeah, on Saturday. My first, I know it's a different studio as opposed to what what Battlefront was. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Dice worked on Battlefront as and opposed it's to Respawn. Yeah, it's Respawn. I, I love Respawn. I Apex I Legends, uh, yeah. Titanfall, Titanfall of course. But it comp- like I said, I know it's different studios, but the pre- the the look of Battlefront compared to this new game. I know I know Jedi uh, Fallen Order is not out yet, but I'm kind of a little bit let down in terms of the look department, but they have time to like polish it up. But I do love a good third-person uh, action platform adv- yeah. action adventure, action adventure game. game, and it looks a lot. Of pro- it looks promising. Um, yeah. So I'm going to play it when it comes out, but I'm not as excited. But I like I, the fact that you can force stop a oh, a, yeah. a blast. Yeah. You can force pull the stormtrooper yeah. yeah. and put him in front of his yeah. own blast, <laughs> and it's and you, like. Dodge this. <laughs> Didn't he uh, force push like a, uh, a R2? Like a bot? He did. <laughs> and I was like, when I saw that and like the four, like I'm going to put a stormtrooper in front of his own blast. I was like, is this a Jedi move? <laughs> I mean, they said too that there's no light or dark side. There's no uh, there's no system where it's, it's like, a, you are a Jedi. You're a Jedi. Yeah. You're on the light. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you're just trying to survive and escape. Mm. But um, yeah, I was just like, well, those aren't really Jedi things. There's <laughs> one game elaborate. that wasn't on the floor, but they I saw footage of um and i i also choked up when i saw it like i got real emotional um was animal crossing i think the new animal crossing looks so good and i'm so excited like you can you it's just oh my gosh it's you eight players can live on on one profile you could play up to i think i and i think you play up to eight 
but you could definitely play up to four locally. Um, and I just think it looks amazing. It, so I'm so excited for here's, it. Here's the thing. Um, I'm extremely happy that people are excited for Animal Crossing. I've never played one. So I don't know. Do you want to chill, bro? I don't know much about it. I just know it's extremely popular. This, this might be and, the best case scenario for you. Well, yeah. So I, I went, they haven't announced a release date for this yet, right? Yes, they did. March. March. 2020. 2020, okay. So maybe I'll get into it when it comes out, but I've, I've never played a previous version. This one so. specifically looks, it has a very, it has a much heavier crafting system. Yeah. This one's going to rely a lot more on crafting. So if yeah. you're kind of like Stardew Valley, or if you kind of like games where you craft, I think like crafting system Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. If you like stuff like that, um, this has more of it. I'm mm-hmm. really curious to see uh, all the details, like how the characters come to your island, mm-hmm. like what kind of are you gonna build a shopping center on your island? Because one of my favorite things is like all the different shops, mm-hmm. all the different Animal Crossing characters, which we did see. Um, but yeah, I'm just really curious. I want more. You I want to decorate s- your island. Like I mean, before it was it, you haven't been able to do that. In New Leaf, you were able to like build bridges and stuff like that, and wells. Or like put the flowers. But one now place. you can actually craft furniture and put it anywhere on the island. So like I can make like a little secret club at the beach or something like that. Or I can like I can you can plant furniture everywhere. It's a big deal. Uh, I'm really excited, and it looks gorgeous. Um, and and lastly, I totally how could we forget? Breath of the Wild Two was announced, <gasps> and it totally caught me off guard. I thought that was DLC at first, and then I was like, oh my. God. Did you did you see the post? It was kind of going around Twitter. Have you played it backwards? No. What? what? Wait, oh, wait. I, I I heard that if uh, if you play it backwards, it says like, uh, "Why did you free me, Link?" or something like that. No, the one the one that I saw going around was uh, the two shots of Zelda turning around and looking scared, and and Ganon's body kind of like being there and turning towards you. Mirror uh, from. Ocarina of Time, when Zelda is scared and young Zelda turns around, and then you see Ganondorf kind of oh, look yeah. at her, <gasps> oh. and so everyone's like, "Oh, this this is like the first Zelda sequel in sequel, a while." Sequel, yeah, yeah. So that's a big deal. I need to finish Breath of the Wild, but uh, so there's a lot. There's a lot in the air, and also I'm digging her haircut. It's super mm. cute. Yeah, and lastly, Banjo Kazooie and Dragon Quest. I called it. I know I you like, did call it, and I I screamed. I I wish we were <laughs> reacting to it because I freaked the heck out. You know? We could hear the screams from inside the hall. Wow! I was like the Nintendo press conference is happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because it was online. So were people just sitting there watching it on their phones, or they usually and sometimes they're like, well, they have these television screens kind of everywhere that will usually stream like the Twitch content, right. like the Twitch interviews or the Twitch coverage of E3. Mm. Uh, and from what I remember last year, that's when they they streamed the Nintendo Direct on them. Because mm. I remember I was walking from the South Hall to the West Hall because you always have Nintendo. You always have that West Hall first. This is an E3 trick. Always go to the West Hall first. That's yeah. where Nintendo is going to be. Everyone's going to try and go to the South Hall because they think it's the biggest one. But hit up that west hall you will always like especially if you get there pretty early in the morning you will always be in that nintendo line pretty early yeah trust me but i was walking and that's when the ridley announcement happened and so all of a sudden from like either side of the convention i just heard these exclamations and yells (laughs) and i was like what just happened and i i was like i got closer to the west hall and it was like it was the yeah it was the a new challenger like ridley and everyone's like (laughs) man guys this has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's time to wrap it up. Let's you have one final. Let's do one final word of our E three this year. Yeah. Like, like let's rate it. Can I how, can I give it a phrase? Let's do a phrase. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For me, the best one yet. Well, really. 
Like, oh, wait, that's true. Never mind. Sorry. I didn't want to go. Whatever. Okay. I think yeah. experience wise, experience <laughs> oh, okay. wise, yeah. Yeah. for me, yeah, I think the expo itself, the best one yet. Okay. Conference wise, I'd say like, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I, I didn't go, but yeah, I'll agree with Emily. It, it was interesting to see what the companies, well, they all came from. So Nice. And for me, I'm just damn proud to be a gamer. Yeah. I love Thank it. Thank Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. This is uh, this is Hit Points. Uh, if you like us, follow us on on the social medias and stuff like that. And uh, tune in for more Hit Points action. We'll be doing more of this. And uh, we'll be giving you more of our insight to the gaming world. Um, and we hope you tune in again. Um, you can find me at The Masvedo on social. You can find Naeem at The Vicious Fool. Right? And yeah, I'm changing em- it. You're changing it? Yeah, I'm going to change it. Nice. That's and- my name. That makes sense. <laughs> and you can find Emily at... Frankly underscore Emily. Yes. And with an extra underscore on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. It means the world. Let us know. Tweet at us what your thoughts was of this convention. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you thought. What, what were the things, are things that you were missing? Uh, what were, are you most stoked about? Let us know. And until next time, guys, make sure to replenish those hit points.